Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Listen Now, the podcast where we go through the back catalogues of some of the most important and rockinest bands of all time, starting with Australian pub rock legends, Cold Chisel. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Sam Tonkin. G'day, g'day. Welcome, Sam. (laughs) 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 This week, we have two very special guests from the Do Go On podcast. It's Jess Perkins and David Warnicke. I'm a little bit annoyed. You went off script there, Matt. Can you read that last sentence again, how it should be read? Okay, sorry. It's Jess Perkins and Dave Warnicke from the Do Go On podcast. Thank you. Get it right. Yeah. Did I, I said that backwards too. Because you did stick to the script when Sam said hello, and then you still said, welcome, Sam. <laughs> what? There's no script. It's, hey, man. You can really Just feel the- Just flying um... at the seat of my pants. I'm flying at it. Yeah, yeah. That was part of the script. Yeah. That sweet family comfort of, mm. Welcome. <laughs> Well, you guys have known each other a long time, person huh? I have met before today. <laughs> anyway, good to see you again. Hi, uh, hello, uh, Samantha. Uh, <laughs> Matthew, yes, uh, good. I'm yes. very pleased how, to meet you. How are your parents? <laughs> well, either of you, when you were growing up uh, at family gatherings, were you Matthew and you were Samantha at any time? No, no. Because no. my my cousins, who I'm not super close with. They all think of me as a David. Yuck. You're not a David. You're a cool, fun Dave. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) This might surprise you to a few of my cousins. I'm a Jesse. Oh, Ooh, that I does know. surprise me. I know. It surprised me very much. Yeah. Are you shook? <laughs> I'm shook. <laughs> shook. <laughs> Couldn't be any yeah. more shook. How but do you somehow, feel now? Somehow from them it's like it works. Oh, okay. You're, you know? It's allowed. It matches. Because a lot of people say Jesse like they're talking to a puppy or a toddler. You know, like, Jesse, fuck off. I'm a grown woman. I'm a grown pup. Just getting a frigging wine. (laughs) Give me a line. Fully grown dog. (laughs) I'm a fully grown dog. I'm a Dalmatian. Yeah, I'm an old dog. They're aggressive. Dalmatians? They can be. Really? Sorry to say they can be aggressive. Oh, no. I had no idea. No wonder Cruella de Vil had such an (laughs) issue with them. Yeah, Yeah, maybe she was just trying to protect toddlers. Did we ever explore her childhood trauma? Yeah. Maybe that's what this has all stemmed from. Yes. Come on, Disney. Dig a little deeper. Yeah. So shallow. Walt, you fucking Walt. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. That's been building up within me for a while. Yeah. You it say, was good to have an outlet for it. It's nice that someone's brave enough to say it. Yeah. You're yeah, probably yeah. going to get shot later, though. <laughs> oh, someone's coming for all the Walt heads out there. The Walt heads. <laughs> More like Disney minus. Hey, I see what you've done there. All right, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, got him. (laughs) So good. Got them so good. Now, well done. Sick bird. (laughs) So we're talking about uh, on this podcast, and we have been for the last couple of months, this band called Cold Chisel Jazz, Mm -hmm. Dave. Little band, might have heard of them. Hmm. Do you have a relationship with them? Um, I'm sure my parents listen to a bit of Cold Chisel. My probably strongest uh, Cold Chisel um, memory has very little to do with Cold Chisel. Right. In that uh, uh, there was a there's a pub 
that a lot of uni students, the Notting Hill Hotel, yep. um, where I grew what? up. Monash? Yeah, a lot of Monash kids went there. I didn't go to Monash, but I went to that pub a lot. Same and when also in year same. 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were probably there at the same time. To the not. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, on Thursday nights, because that was uni night, there was, this, there was these two guys that were a band and they would play a bunch of covers and we were very drunk and we got around it and every time they played K-San, it would just like the whole pub would just explode. Classic. Yeah. I don't remember what that band was called. They were 50-year-old dudes <laughs> surrounded chisel. by 19-year-olds. <laughs> Imagine. Like, anyway, they were okay. Yeah, pretty good. That's I think that. the singer's name was Jimmy or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. James? It wasn't Adam 59 or something. Great great band from back in the day. Great, great cover band on the circuit. When I was 18 and 20, there was, like, there was like three bands. One was called Taco. Okay. Almost called something like Adam 59. That's Adam not right. 59. But, and then some. One what do you other. mean there are only three bands? Oh, there were three, and you just any pub you went to in the sort of the Moorabbin slash southeastern suburbs area, there'd be one of those. Oh, I hope Taco's on tonight. Taco. <laughs> So the singer from Taco was real hot. He was a real hot guy. I want to try to remember. I'm, I'm going to do some Facebook stalking uh, and see if I can find what that band was called. Great. Wow. You'll Adam, have to... Adam 59. Yeah, it'd be so good <laughs> if it was. I hope it's like Adam 57. <laughs> it was his hotmail address. Oh, yeah, there you go. So I don't yeah, have that... too much of a relationship right. with cultures, I must say. I apologise. No, you advance. don't. That's fine. But, I mean, did you did you have a similar thing where you you remember just hearing them yeah. a bit or not even? <laughs> yeah, my first cold chisel memory. <laughs> um, no, I just know a few songs. I, like, I thought I'd probably be I would have told you I knew two. Yeah. What are the two? K-San. Yeah. Of course. And Flame Trees. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. But then you've been playing them flat out when we've been doing our other podcasts, <laughs> Do Go On and... Going, you know, traveling a bit, that kind of stuff. You yeah, it's, it's been a real problem. You put them on yeah. at any time, yeah. which I don't mind because I quite like what I'm hearing. And also I, I'd recognize a lot more songs than I would have thought. Hey. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting you went, yeah, K-San and Flame Tree. So they, in their first era, their first album had K-San and their last album had Flame Trees. That's why I bookend all my bands. Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I have a deep knowledge of their entire discography. Yeah. yeah. Really. All the no, way I love K-San <laughs> to Flame Trees yeah. and everything in between. <laughs> <laughs> K-San's track one on the first album, the final track on the last album is Flame Trees. I've covered it all. Yeah. That's so we're, we're talking today about their second, well, their second live LP, yeah. their third live release. Yes. So they, at this point they'd released five studio albums and this is their third live official release as well. And it's all been in the space of, what, six years? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Not, yeah, six, yeah, 1978 to 1984, all of these albums were released in. Yeah. And they, so um, this one came out just after their fifth studio album, 20th Century, which we talked about last week. And it was, but this was recorded in late 1983 at the end of their farewell tour. So it was actually released before the album was released. So that's why on the album they say, here's another new one. So no one would have heard these songs. There's three tracks on the album that weren't released yet, which is funny to hear afterwards because now they're kind of well-known songs or a couple of them are. Um, And then they they released another, a double album later from this tour as well, but not for nearly 10 years, not until the 90s, called The Last Stand, which maybe we'll talk about down the track. But so what we're hearing on this live album, is that their entire set or did they just pick some They picked songs? and choose a few songs from from a couple of their Sydney Entertainment Centre shows towards the end of their run. So, yeah, they put together this set. Their whole set, I think, would have been twice as long on that field. I was thinking it wasn't that long for, like, you know, obviously a 
Yeah. Famous headline mm. band. Yeah. If you're going to that show, you'd be like, oh, uh, are we done? Oh, okay. 12 songs <laughs> or whatever it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> Support I played for longer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an interesting <laughs> selection as well because they, they leave out songs like K-San. Yeah, I was mm. thinking that. Um, and then they yeah, they picked out of the, what is it, 13 tracks, two of them are covers. Yep. So it's a, but I guess it's because they've just, in the last few years, they've released all of their songs yeah. in the five years prior. So they wanted to mix it up a bit, um, including some album tracks and um, a couple of singles. There's a tracks from every album apart from their first one, but nothing off um, their self-titled debut. Oh, what's Merry Go Round off? I thought Merry Go Round isn't, oh, isn't. I think Merry Go Round's Breakfast at Sweethearts, track number oh. two, I think. <laughs> uh, Runtime three minutes twenty three, I believe. Just me. <laughs> KFC. All right. Am I wrong, Sam? I'll tell you. I couldn't me, think of any to... other potential details to know about a song, so I was like, ha, ha. ready to jump in any moment. Uh, yeah, I was like, written mostly by um, KFC. <laughs> KFC. <laughs> well done. Oh, very well done, indeed. Um, He's got a good ear for it. Yeah, it's a. See, there's an uh, a, a review that was released at the time, which I thought I could read to you too, to give a bit of context for how people were feeling about it when and it also came out. Just not to ha- by our um, our old mate. Adrian no, Zuppel, sadly, nothing's, well, the, the nothing's first, up on this episode. First four albums, <laughs> we had we had a an Adrian. I love it. I love it. <laughs> we had a segment called uh, What's Up. Because uh, Adrian's up reviewed their first four albums, and he disappeared. Yep. We're worried oh, about him, to be frank. Off. I literally just sent him a message on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mister Zup. <laughs> Please be on my podcast. What's it say that he does now for a job? Uh, freelance writer. Okay, oh, mm. maybe so it would be it interesting. Must be him. <laughs> I was worried he was dead. So were we. Yeah. Our, but ne- our next series, whatever happened, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Findings up. It becomes, up. It becomes a up. true crime. <laughs> yeah. People are into that. I yeah. We can sell it. Unfortunately, again, no no Zup review for no for the album, and it's we should say what it's called: Barking Spiders Live, nineteen eighty three. Do you know what the Barking Spiders means? Where they got the name from? No, no idea. Could so you that, have a guess? Oh yeah, have a guess. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> One Halloween, yeah. someone put their dog in a spider costume. <laughs> oh, and right. for a long time, had his friends convinced that that was a genuine. Sp- sp- Giant spider. Yeah. Is that true? And then the it original, barked. The original meme. Yeah. My, meme before meme. Yeah. My, my spider that I went to was like a Coke spider. Oh. Soft drink and oh. ice cream. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> Parking spider. <laughs> That's the only thing it could mean. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> be, well, it's uh, a Coca Cola spider. Yeah. That's yeah. a barking spider. Yeah. Hey, you'd be barking mad to not eat one of these. Uh, <laughs> I thought, yeah, it came from the saying, we're not here to bark spiders, which is an old <laughs> Australian saying. So it was actually, it was the name, their sort of um, secret band name. So when they did warm-up shows uh, before a tour, they'd, they'd play under the, the name The Barking Spider. So people in the know knew that it was them, but they could do it sort of in a smaller venue. Have any of you ever been to one of those secret shows? I went yeah, to a Tism the, one. I saw a Living End one. The, oh, man. The Long Necks. Long Necks. Oh, mm. cool. And you knew going in that the Long Necks, hey, this is the Living End? No. Oh, really? Was that, was that like St Kilda Fest or something? And I was at like twenty or whatever, and rocked up, and it was like some band called the Longnecks. I'm like, cool. I'm like, it's playing an upright bass. It's like the living. Oh the fuck, that's Chris Cheney. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, it must be a different drummer. Oh, though. Yeah. oh they're covering that's Living End songs. <laughs> so weird. That's great. What a what a lovely surprise. Because yeah. you're a fan, aren't you? I was or I am. Holy they, moly, they still exist. That's I'm so good. 
I think when I, I saw Tism play at the Tote, warming up for one of their last tours. Oh, and that's it, great. It's a small venue. Did yeah, you, it was, did, time, did it was one of my favourite ever. Yeah, I did the because lady. they there was a few people on Twitter or MySpace probably or something like that. Would, actually, it would have been my, it would have been early 2000s. Top friends. Tom, <laughs> Tom my boy. I was probably Love on you, a Tom. on a, a like a physically mailed blog. What do they call those? Letters. It was well, probably a letter that was sent unfamiliar. to me. Before pamphlet. my time, I'm familiar. <laughs> so they, but they basically oh, I just said, thought you meant like some sort of like crazy, <laughs> like physically. dudes that can't get laid. One of the, those, because you, you sort of mail blog. <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant like, you're talking about those you, like, incels. You just don't yeah. know the word mail. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, what is that? You know, you know like first, a letterbox at the front of your house? Your first thought when we said spider was a dessert. <laughs> okay, well, one's a homonym and one's a homophone. It's very confusing language. <laughs> confusing. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, yeah, I saw this blog and it said... Um, the two support bands for the upcoming TISM tour are playing a show at the Tote with a very special support act. <laughs> maybe you should go along and see them. If you're looking forward to seeing the TISM tour, maybe it'd be great to go along and, <laughs> you like, know, I'm, they really... I'm going to see the support act anyway. I'll go see the support bands. I won't get there early to see some band you're not even going to name. Why would I bother? But yeah, so that's what the Barking Spiders Live album, where it got its name, but where they got the name Barking Spiders, according to Don Walker, a barking spider is Scottish slang for a fart. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Do you know what what else I found, though? It's It's also a tarantula from Alice Springs. Oh. Yeah. Well, that makes sense as well. At least that's actually a spider. Ian Moss, the guitarist, is from Alice as well. So oh, I was like, did true. they know that at the time? Is that w- some weird coincidence? Because the Scottish slang made sense. Or did they name the oh, yeah, of spider after the a Scottish live fart? album? <laughs> 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 uh, so here's, here's a review. Um, it is from the Cam- uh, Canberra... Newspaper at the time, and the article's written by Neil Laid. Oh, new segment, Getting Laid. Getting Laid oh. with Neil. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Imagine sleeping with someone called Neil. <laughs> oh, Neil. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Neils. Yuck. That'd be I'm some not. Real vanilla sex. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Sorry, Neil. Sorry, Neil. But also, I mean, your, if name's, your name's Neil. Neil and While you're, you're listening, down there, Neil. Please let us know. <laughs> Please don't stop listening to us. Love your knees. Get on your get on your knees. You got to kneel down. Something there's something in that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean Sam said yeah, you got to kneel down. Yeah. Yours is so old. You got to get on your knees. <laughs> kneel down. Get on your yeah. knees. <laughs> Nailed it. I got the kneel, the kneel for a feel. <laughs> that kind of works. Finally got to it. <laughs> I knew it was in there somewhere. <laughs> All right, so Neil Laid writes, The Barking Spiders Live, uh, 1983. Um, that's the start. That's the name of the album. Okay, great. And he We're wrote that. Thank you. Yeah, Beautiful wrote, prose, Neil. Beautiful prose, Neil. Can you fact check this? <laughs> Early January is a time of severe liquidity problems. And added to this woe is a short hibernation in the record company world. The supply of samples dries up and the purchase of records, because of the cash shortage, Gets a low priority. All right, Neil, just get to what <laughs> you thought I mean, of the fucking this, album. This guy's nose up. Let me just. <laughs> Neil, you're trying to appeal to cold chisel fans. Yeah. <laughs> They're not reading past that first paragraph. It was a crisp. They're also morning. not living in Canberra. Yeah. yeah. 
fucking kid. So he basically goes around, he goes through saying it's a slow period for new albums, and then he he goes. Um, so because no new ones are coming in, I went to this small dusty pile of albums in the corner. In this dusty little heap were the final albums, at least until the best of compilations appear, of both Cold Chisel and Split Ends. Both bands are sentimental favourites. Their demises only intensify these feelings, and both albums are selling pretty well. This was more or less ensured by their large followings built up over the years. Chisel performed and pleased for 10 years, and the ends, in various guises, had about 12 years of being together. With such lengthy records behind them, most of what uh, is has... Most of what... Are you okay? <laughs> no, this is all... Re- I'm reading over his shoulder. It's all written in here. <laughs> this is this is Neil's style. This, yeah. is how he, this is how he gets laid. Uh... It maybe it was at the time. <laughs> Neil, focus on the typewriter. Uh, most of what can be said and written about them has already been said and written. However, a few more words won't hurt. It is a long run-up, isn't it? It's a really long run-up. And also you've just said everyone said anything that needs to be said. But here's some more. I feel like Neil's getting paid per word by the future. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's padding it out. Yeah. This is like halfway through the... The article itself, and we're not there yet. Yeah. In some respects, these two products are the headstones to the bands. This is more uh, pronounced in the case of Chisel's live album, and it's a trip of fine memories and music too. For those who don't know, the Barking Spiders was the name that Chisel used when the band didn't want to be noticed at quieter gigs. But this hardly seems to be the case when this album was recorded at Sydney's Entertainment Centre <laughs> at Cold Chisel's last stands towards the end of 1983. <laughs> Among the album's 11 tracks are some of the band's best, including You've Got Nothing I Want, Hold Me Tight, Tomorrow, Forever Now, Standing on the Outside, and 20th Century. It also includes No Sense. Cheers, that's a bit of a backhander for No Sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty much and named every song. And it also song. contains No Sense. <laughs> and the rest, Gilligan's Island style. And the rest. But he, and then he does, he does uh, name No Sense as the finest and most innovative song that Jimmy Barnes has penned. Mm. If only Body Swerve, his highly successful solo album, now nearing platinum status, had contained such quality. Oh, well, geez, hey. a couple of backhanders. I mean, but you've Jimmy. just said the album's selling really well and is about to go platinum, and you're like, well, <laughs> dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously not. I think, yeah. Maybe you just have different taste, mate. Maybe you're just a dickhead, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> a special bonus on the album is the great version of the Hoagy Carmichael classic, Georgia. It's a song which caps a superb collection that manages to capture some of Chisel's in-concert magic. A sad omission, for me anyway, is the non-appearance of Case Stan, Don Walker's epitaph to the Vietnam War, and a song that really launched the band into the limelight. It sounded great in concert and still burns brightly, but I guess one record can't have everything. <laughs> oh my God. The album Neil. is also a great Neil. reminder of the band's power and talent, particularly in concert, and is a crucial purchase for all Chisel fans. And then he goes on to shit on the Spans album <laughs> for four paragraphs. Did you read out the title of the, the headline he's going oh, yep. with here? Uh, uh, wes- <laughs> well chiseled, <laughs> dot, 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 thin ends. Oh. I think he's gone for two headlines and mashed, mashed them together. Yeah. Neil sounds like someone who played his guitar pretty badly at open mics for a while and now reviews music. Mm. Can we look him up on LinkedIn? On it. <laughs> <laughs> Send him a message. She's Where do you get off, Neil? <laughs> Um, please explain this article, you <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so the album was released in, it was recorded in 83. When was it actually released? 84. So like about a year after it was and recorded. And is, re- re- 
Is he reviewing it at the time? At the time of release, yes. So, gotcha. So, this is in 1984. Oh, but he's saying it was already in the corner of the record shop gathering dust. Yeah, so it must oh. have been just a little bit after it came out. I think he's Already full of selling shit. very well. He's full of shit. Selling well, gathering dust in it the was, corner. No, it's, on, that Neil. doesn't make sense, Neil. Oh, it, tell me what colour the leaves <laughs> are outside. You fucking idiot. He really did. He was padding it out for <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, a, it's a quiet time. And anyway, he sounds like I'm doing uh, this 750 words website every morning mm. and you just got to write 750 words. It can be whatever. Sometimes it definitely Mine feels like Mine sounds a lot like Neil Lade's work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I did it in 13 minutes today. Well done. It, it is absolute gibberish. My average is 18. That's 18 pretty good. It's I think a stream of consciousness. It's, oh, not, it's not good stuff. I'd love to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you would. A lot of it is about you. <laughs> I Morning, what... still hate Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what, uh, what Jimmy Barnes thinks about uh, Neil calling his work shit house, basically. I Jimmy? Can, uh, oh, here he's I coming over the... <laughs> oh, he is not happy. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> Let it out, mate. Let it out. <laughs> Surely you can go any higher than this. He's screaming laid. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Surely he couldn't. Oh, my God, he did. He is furious. So. You guys, I'm sure you've talked about the Uber Eats ads. Oh, oh. only briefly. <laughs> yeah, we touched when on David it. When David Quirk came in. Uh, the, other, the other week. You're shaking your head. I love it. No, no, no. So it's him and uh, John Farnham. Yep. Oh, should I, and, I uh, play a little bit of it? I, I do really Just, enjoy that. Oh, and and <gasps> Ando. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Can you explain the concept and I'll, I'll find uh, one of them to bring up? I've only seen it once, to be honest. So, so Jimmy Barnes. Thank you, Jess. Referred to as Barnesy. <laughs> He's sharing a stage there with John Farnham. What do we call him? Farnsey. And then rounding out the duo, someone who's like, oh, what's he doing there? It's a comedian, Ando, <laughs> who for the first time ever is being referred to as Arnsey, just to fit in with that pattern. And they're all eating different things from Uber Eats. Uh, the most recent one, has anyone seen? Yes, I was about to bring that up. I'll be eating a Big Mac meal and an Oreo McFlurry. Mike check, Farnsey. Tonight... I'll be eating the beef fur with rice paper rolls and a peach iced tea. Mic check, Arnsie. Guys, I, I, I'm not actually a musician. But we're Barnsie, Farnsie and Arnsie. Whoa! You know they actually call me the voice. No, they don't. Okay. Well, have you, and have you stuff. ever discussed on the show how Jimmy Barnes makes that noise with his body? <laughs> <laughs> And does he do? And does he? Is he able to do that? Not obviously when they were touring, night after night after night. Does he ever lose his voice doing that? He has in this final tour. He did lose, and I think they had to postpone a couple of shows. I'm not surprised. He's just going at a hundred all the time. But also his his warm up, which he talks about in his book, is wild. It's basically him just screaming yep. in the green room at the top of his lungs. He said he told the story about before the Olympics, yeah. the Olympics closing ceremony. He sang, and before Andy was sharing a. A dressing room with Slim Dusty, uh, and, and, <laughs> and he just starts. Greg Norman was and there Greg and Norman, else. <laughs> Greg Norman's warming up his swing. Yeah, he also said he was like coked out of his brain. He couldn't look any of them in the eye because he was so ashamed. And he just started <laughs> like, screaming. Sorry, Slim. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good impression. Oh my god! And then yeah, Slim goes, "Everything all right, mate?" Yeah. or something. And then a security guard came and said, "What's going on in here?" <laughs> And 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 Barnsey goes, oh, sorry, Slim's out of control. <laughs> Very funny. <anecdote>. Very good. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's um, combining two of your loves, Jimmy Barnes yes. and the Sydney Olympics oh, entertainment. I love the Sydney Olympics. Excellent. Um, I've just got an update for Neil Laid. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Laid, 60, retired from journalism uh, and the Canberra Times, has now become an oil painting artiste. Oh, yeah. You can't call that journalism. I know, yeah, was that in inverted commas? Can't wait to see what oil painting is doing. It's probably fucking olive oil. What <laughs> <laughs> he's basing and baking paper. Damn it, he's actually quite good. Oh, that's great <laughs> stuff. He's found it. That is no good. I'm sure. I'm sure he's nice. I just haven't had it's... a lot of sleep, and I've chosen him as my target for yeah, today. Yeah, no, he's doing a great work. I mean, this is 983. It was a different time. Different time. Journalism was different back then. You just had to pat it out. <laughs> Newspapers were huge. Yeah. You seen an old newspaper? Yeah. They don't make them that big anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, he but he really gave it quite a good review there. Um, ah! Ah! So Kim Kardashian is in a Uber Eats ad. That's what Sam was alluding to before. Yeah. Right, yeah. I did watch it today with I Magda. Think, I think we've paid her literally every cent that Australia has to offer. To yeah, her we're on. broke, but <laughs> she put on a uh, netball bib. <laughs> And said the word schnitty. It's like, well, I can die happy. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Kim Kardashian still look amazing in a netball bib. Yeah, like, so good. How are they flattering? To the cake. I, mm, I it's, there's no know. way. But uh, she, she still looks good. And then she said the word schnitty and chips. And it's like, you oh, are not eating and, a schnitty. And noise? Yeah. Kim Sh- Kardashian Sharon's said noise. 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 That that must she's have just like nah, noise. Genuinely must have cost so much. So money. much. Money. I'm not. I was not joking when I said Australia is broke. We're fucked. <laughs> yeah. We but make decisions like Uber that. Uber Eats is sorted. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> oh, is it an Uber Eats ad? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they would have just got her in a room, and she would have done one for every country around the world. I reckon. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm still. That's no, a lot of Sharon Strezlecki. Yeah. National Sharon Strezlecki is doing one for every country around the world as well. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I missed that part. Oh, hello. Can that's you the, turn your fucking That's the Sharon ears. alarm. <laughs> Whenever we mention Sharon Strezlecki, an alarm goes off. And it happens pretty frequently. <laughs> Should we start going through the tracks? Yes. Um. So it kicks off with a with a banger, and like I was saying, so there's tracks of every live al- every al- studio album apart from the first one, which I have now fact checked, and yes, that is correct. And it's pretty evenly split. There's like a th- three or yeah. four off each of the other four albums. They've balanced it well. Uh, so it kicks off with a banger, a banger, merry go round. <laughs> As per, it goes a little something like this. Oh, hello, bouncy. Yeah. <laughs> I think this track, this is one of those ones that it's, I like the studio version, but live it goes it up to another is, level. It goes up to 11. There's many a piano slide on this album. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm okay with it. I love a piano slide. Don loves a piano slide, and then Mossy just loves to shred. Yep. Oh, every song ends with them going. Every song is like the last song. Um, and then it get straight into this track two, another banger, You've Got Nothing I Want. Which, which is, is one that I was referring to when I knew this song. I wouldn't have been able to tell you this is called Chisel, though. Right. Oh, right. The classic rock song. So this, this is off the opening track of uh, Circus Animal. And it's he wrote it about the American label man who didn't really pay him a lot of respect. 
Oh, and they've got nothing you want. Yeah, he's sort of saying, oh, yeah, it's him being angry about the American experience. The, the, guy, the producer didn't come to see. He was the one in charge of Chisel in America, and he never came to see one of their shows. <laughs> one, the show that he played in, uh, that they played in LA in his town, he instead went to a, a DJ's pet's birthday party. <laughs> That's not <laughs> and true. And Jimmy thought he was laughing true, at first. Apparently, it's true. I'd yeah. go to that. I'd want to know what a pet's birthday. party He said it was in a very important pet's birthday party. <laughs> It's like David Quest's dog's birthday or something. So it starts starts off uh, pretty, pretty. Oh hello! Oh Oh, hello! hello. Why is that happening? Keep going, I reckon. (laughs) And then keep doing the same action and see if anything changes. Well, press pause. So this is track three, no sense. So this is off the their fifth album 20th Century we talked about last week and it's another Barnsley song I do like this one a lot did yeah. not did not previously but I do enjoy this one yeah did, I don't think I rated it particularly high on the studio album yeah you a, you shat on the studio album <laughs> which one was it? this it's is off, off 20th, 20th Century. Century yeah it's absolutely correct <laughs> and you were so wrong <laughs> got a good feel I haven't given it another listen since you told me to but I really give, think you I'll give, give it, it a, a chance I'll give it another couple I think it's because it starts with a disco song that you, you just couldn't it, get it over that. It threw me from the start. <laughs> Usually they're such crackers and this one was just like... Yeah. I reckon that was, their, that was their fatal mistake on that album. I wasn't mentally prepared. But I, now, I love that song as well now. Do you? You, yeah. you were like... That was the... Rated it so poor. That was the one that I struggled the most with. And now you're into it. Yeah, so this is fun. I like it. The start of the song, he goes... Better record! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he only he only like classifies only one genre on this album. And the last swing shift, the last yeah. one that we did, it was like before every song. It was like bit of rockabilly, bit of rocket. <laughs> this one's a bit of rockabilly. <laughs> yeah, there's barely any audience yeah. interaction. Yeah, at least uh, at two times speaks. One of them is always oh, getting the mood here. Hope you're pissed. Yeah, yeah. hope <laughs> you got fucking drunk before you came yeah, in. Yeah, but I mean before you got patted down. Yeah. That's a real weird bit of <laughs> they dialogue to leave in there. What did they say? It was like 500 hours of recording and that's one of the bits they chose <laughs> yeah. to keep. Okay. Do you think that when, because you've seen them live recently. And no, so maybe, no, we no, saw Mossy live oh, recently. You're going to see them live. We're going to see them in January. Do you reckon, I don't know, now or even back in the day, is Barnsley and the rest of the boys... Are they the kind of people that have a bit of banter with the crowd, or is it all business, just rocking out? No, I think oh, Mossy, had, Mossy a had a little bit of little chats, but he, he normally lets his guitar do the talking. <laughs> 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 Let me answer your question with this. <laughs> yeah, no, fair point. Fair but point. I think Barnsley doesn't mind a chat. Oh, yeah. I, I'm expecting him to have a bit of a chat. Um, and there's more chat on the... On the last album, I think there was a little little bits and pieces on Swing Shift. On Swing Shift, yeah, I reckon there was a little bit. Uh, yeah, I wonder why they they kept this pretty tight. I guess this is back in the days of vinyl, so they you know once you oh, yeah. you got a certain amount of space you on can't there. Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of Mossy's extended guitar solos just took up all the space. Yeah. <laughs> and then track four goes in a hold me tight. So this was actually the lead single on their last album on Twentieth Century, and it's not on any of the greatest hits or anything. No. Oh, but you I, can you can hear the crowd react to it like it was the current single. I reckon because they're excited about it at the time. Not into it. It's a real old. Sc- it feels like yeah. an old school. Felt it's like, a rockabilly felt sort like of filler to me. This, yeah, right. this on the album, I was like, this is. I didn't like it, and then even listening to it in context of this album, I'm like, it just doesn't feel like it fits. Like it's for me, it's like the standout 
Yeah, it's got it a, it's, it's like a, what is that, like a, like a 60s or 50s sort of rockabilly yeah. sound? Yeah. And then, and it's using the, like a, a version of the lyrics by that old, what's that real old, even the birds and bees do it? Let's do it. Let's fall in love. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? Let's, uh, oh, fucking Final hell. mate, Google. Um, also, does it really use, it only goes for a minute 52 in the live version. Mm-hmm. Is, do they cut it short, or is that how long it was? No, on I the think other? it's it's longer than that. That's the that's the single's cover. That's a butt through a keyhole. Uh, <laughs> the Cole, Cole Porter song, "Let's Do It, Let's Fall in Love." Right? Does that ring any bells? Goes for yeah. a, doll, uh, a dollar forty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the black market. Dollar forty-two. Dollar uh, forty-two. Any bids? Good odds. Good odds. Anyway, <laughs> so here it is. Hold me tight. Yeah. A bit of fun, I reckon. But you can hear the crowd are excited by it. That guitar sounds that real old school. Yeah. yeah. Early rock and roll. But even just the, the walking, um, the walking line on the piano is just old. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit of a boogie. I can see you live, it'd be fun to be yeah. and jump up and down. Yeah, but. one of those you had to be there. Yeah, but in my car, I'm like, next. <laughs> yeah, 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 I see that we And then it comes up to uh, track five, which is... Oh, I've done it again. <laughs> Why is Paul's not working on this fucking thing? Anyway, <laughs> track five is the song we picked to be the show's intro track um, tomorrow. Which is a, it seems like a cracking live song, but I think I, <laughs> my favourite version of it is the studio <laughs> version. But it super is super weird that you chose a silver chair song for the intro. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with it, you fat boy? <laughs> <laughs> but they build up a bit of a longer intro and stuff. Yeah. Which I don't mind. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Love it. Love the builder. Love the build. I love it live because I'm like, oh, where are they going to start? <laughs> oh. And they just like a cheek. Oh, no. Oh, no. no, no, no. no. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> How's that bass in the background mm. there, though? Oh, big Man. boy Phil Smalls. Big boy. Big boy Smalls. He was Biggie Smalls before Biggie Smalls. <laughs> yeah, the song before goes for a minute 50. This one's intro goes for about the same. <laughs> And then shredding. So on the album version, it starts with that shred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard on you only because you've got a theme song, but it's an awesome. But yeah, it's still. I think it's great. It sounds great, but I think it's. I like it the precise. I think I agree. Studio version more. So it's funny because some of these I like more live. I think I like Hold Me Tight better live. Merry go round. No sense, definitely no sense because I didn't like it on the studio. No sense, yeah. Tomorrow, I, I still like this version, but I prefer the studio one. Do they? Are one of those bands that plays slightly faster live? Do they just? I get think they're so bigger and stuff? faster. Yeah. There's a more going in. Mossy adds in more, more complex. More, more just everything's bigger. <laughs> um, I think that was part of their like grasp with the first couple of albums is that they didn't feel like they collected the the raw energy right it's a little too refined yeah. yeah so i think their live albums they always enjoyed releasing because it was a more accurate yeah. representation so yeah, at, right. when this came out three live albums five studio albums sort yep. of one of the live albums was an ep but 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, and then the, the next track is, I reckon, it's, maybe it was their highest ever charting single in Australia. It's called Forever Now. Um, and we didn't talk about it heaps on No, uh, I thought that uh, when on I was listening Animals. to the album this week. Because it, it's a it's a great song. I reckon it's maybe their most perfect pop rock song. Yep. And it was written by the drummer Steve Prestwich. From Liverpool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> So, and I thought I'd read out there's... We're really um, good at accents. On this uh, website, uh, Wikipedia, there's a page dedicated to it. I'm not sure if you've heard of that uh, uh, website. Wiki- I haven't. We've just stumbled Wikipedia. across it. I should write that down. <laughs> and what, it's just got information about cold chisel on it or... Yeah, it's and, basically and a chisel. What? Yeah, it's amazing. So I think it's not it started out as a chisel. Like a fan forum. Mm. Yeah, and then they've expanded Chiselpedia. Outwards. Like other music stuff. Yeah, I think they 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 went into other music, and now I think it even has stuff about like ostriches and what um, the, the don- donkeys. Oh, wow, so it was an animal encyclopedia as well. Yeah, wow. music and animals. I don't know if they've gone beyond that yet. Oh, I saw shoelaces. Shoelaces. Okay. On there, so that's a... Yeah, so they did the big three, oh and then God. I think they're going to see how they go. <laughs> Trying to raise some capital. The big three. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, cool. I hadn't uh, heard this about the song forever. Forever now, until I read this just earlier today, talks about Mark Opitz, their director, uh, producer, sorry. Our boy. He said, uh, the first time Chisel played Forever Now on stage, it was a seven-minute version at the Parramatta Leagues Club, and I was blown away. I rushed to the dressing room and told the band, we've got the single, which is my dream for someone to be around when someone realizes they've got the single. We just cut our first hit record. <laughs> I want to be there for that. So that's really exciting. I love the idea that he's just first time he's heard, he's like, that's it. We got it. Yeah. Um, and then it says, at the time, it had the working title Acapulco Piranha. <laughs> Huh. I don't they know why they didn't it. stick with yeah. that. Yeah, that's. Walker said Forever Now was a jammy idea that we were doing at gigs and doing at sound checks and developing. Mark Opitz recognised very early on that the song had has the ideas to be a single and be a very important song for us. Press Switch later commented, Mark was very happy and so was I. I'd always felt I had the ability. My biggest hurdle was being uh, to be unselfconscious about writing. Presswich further felt that the very melodic song balanced out some of the rock songs on Circus Animals. That was a really good um, Liverpudlian accent. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Mark, <laughs> Mark was very happy and so was I. What's, what's happened to your voice? I'd, I'd always felt I had the oh, ability. Kermit the Frog, welcome to the studio. <laughs> My biggest hurdle <laughs> was Miss Piggy. <laughs> Um, but it was well I'm trying to get to the point that I found most interesting which I haven't even got to but um, it was basically uh, it says here after the release of the single Walker said Steve was drunk in the studio one night and was explaining that Forever Now is meant to be read on several different levels but as far as knowing what those levels are and where they're leading, I haven't sat down with him sober and got into it. <laughs> but he, I, I think it's, it says somewhere in here. I don't know why I can't find it. But basically at this point, Presswitch didn't know how to play guitar. He 
played guitar in the coming decade. But at the time, it was just a drummer. So we had to hum the melody to the rest of the band, and then they figured out how to play it based on that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is... Okay, and it goes, um, uh, like, da, 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 you're doing it wrong. Yeah, no, what? Oh, what are you no, doing? yuck. Yeah, no, no, like that, but good. <laughs> I'm humming good. Play good. Like, I know how to hum, please. Anyway, here is the live version. <laughs> and it's just him humming. I love this song. Oh, I'm with you, yeah. I think, again, this one I probably prefer the studio version, but it's just a banger live. Mainly because Barnsley sings so much cleaner on the album yeah, version. Yeah, true. And on this, he really... You can tell he's He been, goes dirty. He goes yeah. very dirty. It's more... Someone described it earlier, and we've stuck with it. Jimmy Barnes is the vocals of Honey and Gravel. <laughs> it's more <laughs> of the gravel, gravel, yeah. The album version is more of the honey. This is more of the gravel. And this is another one on the list that I wouldn't have been able to tell you. Right. Cold Chisel, but... Sometimes I'd be confused whether it's Barnsley or Cold Chisel. Right. That was my thing. Yeah. But I think this is for international listeners or people who didn't grow up with Chisel. Dave's experience, I think, is pretty common where they're in people's heads. They just yeah. not in front of mind. Yeah, they're there somewhere. But it's just like unavoidable kind of growing up in Australia, even though you were born nearly a decade after they broke up. Mm. Oh, I just had smooth guitar. Mm. It maple, is. maple moss coming. Ma- ma- yeah. <laughs> maple moss. <laughs> maple mossy. Um, and, yeah, so th- this was their highest ever charting. I think this made it to number four in Australia. Um, and I think it maybe even higher in New Zealand, which number is kind number of... Two. Number two in New Zealand. There you go. That's pretty smooth. It's when he gets yeah. into it that he gets... Hits the gravel. <laughs> he, he, Real hard. <laughs> he turns onto a dirt road. <laughs> I, was, I really love his voice. He cops a bit of shit occasionally. Barnsley vocals. Why? Oh, they just, they, people say he just screams. He does nothing but scream. Yeah, he's oh, so he's indi- such a dynamic yeah, he's voice. So individual too. Yeah, yeah it's very unique. unique. Yeah, which is cool. I don't know where they get the screaming idea from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he comes over the... <laughs> <laughs> He's coming. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's the gravel. Oh, yeah, there's there the gravel. <laughs> and you can just imagine, he pulled the mic away and his eyes are doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling back in his head every time. Reaching yeah, for yeah. Reaching for Reaching for Reach. it. But he's also, like, he's got the weapon of Mossy singing under him, yeah. smoothing out the, the harmonies live as well, which is handy. Um, I was listening to this album uh, while I was cooking dinner tonight. Um, mm-hmm. So I had the exhaust fan going, <laughs> the cooking, and this was just playing off my laptop. So really all, it's the whole album sounded like, ah, 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 ah. A real wall of sound. So of. this is That's nice in a different much oh, yeah. yeah, this is a different uh, context. Be able to hear them properly. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is nice. That's cool. really on me for um, choosing to listen to it just before I came. <laughs> You're here. like, oh, they've got a guitarist. <laughs> Would you look at that? Oh. The, the middle. I can hear the words he's saying. <laughs> it's beautiful, Don Walker poetry. <laughs> I still can't. The urban poet, Don I Walker. I still can't. Are <laughs> uh, you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can we talk about in between the songs? That hurt my throat. To it, the, uh, no, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Can you imagine how much herbal tea he how, goes oh through? Oh my god! He actually, I think he talks about it in 
one of the books, and I can't remember exactly what it is, but apparently we've got like two, not two vocal cords, but two somethings in our throat. Right. And most people would sing out the first one and he has oh. just naturally sings out the second one. <laughs> He's got a second chuff. I really, yeah, I really wish I could remember what the technical combined, term was. He's got a vocal cloaca. <laughs> <laughs> just one big open chasm in there. <laughs> oh. It's both his vocal cords and his anus. Yeah. Yeah, please, that's why he, he rolls his eyes back because he's really reaching down there. Um, I want to, to talk about... The audience, who yes. are absolutely loving it. You can hear that. Yes. But is it just me or did was there a lot more whistling back in the day? Oh, yeah, they love a whistle. Oh, love so a whistle. Anything in, in between or it's just like soft instrumentation to start any song, you can just hear constant <laughs> whistling. And it's like if you're listening with headphones on, it's all around you. It's not yeah. just one person. It's like people are trying to outdo each other yeah. with how loud they can whistle. The two fi- Yeah, that, I reckon that, that used to be a thing more in Australia. Two fingers in the mouth two fingers, whistles. Yeah. Mm. I do the I do the Oh the, yeah. I can do that oh, pretty good. Oh can we hear okay. a whistle. Can we hear a little little whistle? Lean back a little bit. I mean lean please. back Barnsley style. Can we turn the microphone off <laughs> or face the other way. Oh, Whoa, yeah, okay. That was brutal. I've never been able to do it. If I if if I do it super loud, it's Super loud. So that was that was <laughs> yeah. not you at a hundred. That was. Do you think 10. maybe that <laughs> that's gone out of fashion since uh, car sh- uh, ride sharers came in? It used to be you got to whistle for oh, a taxi. Yeah. yeah, right. Now you just use your app. Oh, Uber's ruined everything. Also, you get those just one of those apps that whistles for you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a lost skill. <laughs> yeah. Is that just called whistle? <laughs> yeah. You get a whistle. So we're we're at the halfway mark of the album now. Uh, the middle sections are like there's three um, big hits in a row. Then they go on a standing on the outside. Another one that sounds great and the crowd love as soon as it starts. It's the opening track we'll on there. Some whistling. big hit East. Yeah, we probably will. There's a whistle on the Swing Shift album that's really loud and just by itself. And every time I listen to it, I'm like, oh, Jesus, on the song, on the crowd. It Very catches me every time. It? How do you clap and whistle at the same time? Very talented crowd. <laughs> yeah, it can't be Again, done. Very talented. <laughs> it can't be done. How are they all doing it? <laughs> They're all doing it. This song's I've, I've all, always loved it, but I think in the last this year it's gone to another level in my mind. It's just yeah. a fucking banger. Cannot wait to see it live. Yes. You familiar with this song? Yeah, another one where I'm like, oh yeah. And then I guess we sh- we should probably keep moving. Then the next one is the uh, it's the big one. So this is the song that Sam and me and the and, and our extended family sort of will sing at every family gathering. We had a um on swing shift. Someone just some listener. Had- rated the album and said this is the single greatest recording for, for Swing Shift the album but for me this song is the single greatest recording single great and they yeah of they didn't sound. specify of music <laughs> single Just greatest the single recording greatest recording <laughs> but yeah we I think as as far as I can tell I think this is the the best version of yeah. Bow River that's been caught I definitely think um so. and they they go with the bit the longer drawn out intro and stuff it's Maple just, Moss Maple Moss is there Oh, uh, so are you familiar with Bow River? Yes, I know yeah. this one. So this is Mossy on lead. 
Oh, I've, I was, what's, I'm curious. What does Barnsley do during these sections? He goes and has a scream out the back. Oh, yeah, really. And does he stay on stage? Yeah, he does. Yeah, and in most songs, he'll he'll just switch to backing vocals. Yeah. So he'll do harmonies in the in the choruses, but he also normally has a verse. Yeah. A rap verse. Yeah, he raps. Yeah. <laughs> so good. My name is Barnsley, and I'm here to say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen out to the window. This is where we get the name of the show. Listen out to the rain. Listen now. See, you hear that whistling? They're loving it. God damn. Shut up. I hadn't noticed it. Let the man sing. There's Bonzi, yeah. Sober enough to stay in the harmonizing. I don't think Wait, he's sober. It? Yeah! Mossy's <laughs> <laughs> got a great voice. So, oh, and it's so still like beautiful. this. Yeah. Wow, yeah. He like, fakes them out it. on the album, he goes there, and the crowd are. No, just faking. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sound of that. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's great. But the, what a weapon for a band to have your second singer as this guy. Yeah. And then, but then Don Walker, the third singer, also this good. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. It's just ridiculous. And they're all very different voices as well. You, are, you asked the question in the Circus Animals episode. You said, is this about WA? Is Bow River in WA? Or in, in, yeah, I always... And I said, um, I think it's in the Northern Territory. He says the Red Top End. It's in it's in Western Australia. <laughs> anyway, I edited that part out. Nice. So I didn't want to sound like an idiot. Yeah, nice. But now I've, I've owned up to it now anyway. Um, uh, I think you're fine. Um, actually. <laughs> do you even know their first five albums? <laughs> Getting mansplained. You know how you get um, actually on every tweet you've yeah. ever done? Yeah, oh yeah. And then you did it. Well, no, I, um, I mean, I'm... It wasn't like that at all. How the turntables. <laughs> um, actually, the um. same. <laughs> so anyway, like all the, we can't play them all, but you please we, we listen, do yourself a favour and listen to that song in full. Then the last four tracks, they go to a couple of album tracks and a couple of covers. The first one is this track, It's Only Make Believe, which apparently was a number one song in Australia in like the 50s. Let me double check. It's called, it was by... Written by Jack Nance and Conway Twitty. <laughs> <laughs> the 50s were a different time. <laughs> Conway Twitty is fantastic. And it, uh, the Conway Twitty version got to number five in Australia in 1958. To be fair, there were only five songs that year. So. This guy... <laughs> and then Glenn Campbell version got to number one in this 1970. Guy looks like a sad. In oh Australia. my God. <laughs> no, do you know what he looks like? <laughs> he Conway looks like Twitty. He looks like a soprano. Yeah, he looks like your cousin Vinny who's got a really good deal <laughs> on some TVs that fell off the back of a van. Oh, He's in the Country Music Hall of Fame and Rockabilly Hall of Fame. What kind of TVs are we talking about here? <laughs> I'm interested. Don't worry about it. So it's been oh, a wait, hit for yeah, multiple his, for performers. His, his real name is actually Harry uh, Harold Lloyd Jenkins, but decided Conway. That is also better. a sick name. 
Both great names. HLJ. Conway Twitty is so funny. <laughs> but it, so it got to number one. The Conway Twitty version got to number one in the UK, number two in Norway, number nine in Italy, number one in Canada, wow. number one in America, in the US. So it was a worldwide hit, but I'd never heard it until listening to this live album. It's called It's Only Make Believe. Does this ring any bells to you guys? No. So far, it's just people cheering. This? So not yet. More whistling. I've never heard. I meant when you were cooking. Did you hear it? <laughs> oh, I didn't hear much, to be honest. My exhaust fan really drowned out a lot. <laughs> what were you cooking? And then I thought, oh, just a um, pan-fried gnocchi. Oh. Just. Uh, just. Oh, just I just a, threw together a pan-fried gnocchi. With a uh, veggie ragu. Oh. A bit of balsamic. Can I get in on that? Yeah, there's some at home. Come right. over. <laughs> It's like an hour out of my way, but <laughs> very different vibe again. So it felt like it's like they were feeling nostalgic about their childhoods because this is fifties music. They're all born in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Have they got a saxophone player for this one song? I think yeah, they pull up a saxophone player a bit and a, and a harmonica player sometimes. Yeah, I've talked. I think I've talked about this on our podcast. That a couple of years ago, at my work Christmas party, John Farnham played. Oh. What? Wait, from the ad, Farnsy, Barnsy, and Arnsy. Yeah, that Farnsy. But Uber didn't exist yet. I know. I don't know <laughs> how they got him. Doing the that? Uber super group that is Farnsy, Farnsy, and Farnsy. <laughs> so we got Farnsy playing, and he had someone come out just to play the bagpipes Whoa. for You're the Voice. Oh. Uh, she came out to stage in her full kit. There's a spotlight on her. She plays. And <laughs> when she finishes, the whole crowd's going nuts. She turns. She salutes Farnsy. <laughs> and then she walks oh, off no. the stage. I was like, well, that was the best. But he, like they they paid her to come and play for 30 seconds. That's Were you amazing. working for Elon Musk or something? <laughs> for over his people, that is like uh, Elvis Presley in America <laughs> rocking up to your work It was insane. Party. It was insane. It was a secret of who it was, and then the band walked out first, and I was like, fuck off, that's Farnsy's band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? You recognise the guy with the ponytail, Sure right? did. Yeah. And his backup singers, I was like, fuck <laughs> me! And then Farnsy walks out, and I was like, this is the best day ever! I saw that's Farnsy wild. for free. It's such a roll I touched dice. his hand at one point! Oh, my, oh my God. What? I got really excited. <sighs> to have a band and call it a secret act is like setting yourself up for failure. Totally. Meredith Music Festival, the music festival we go to every year, did that one of the first years I went, like 10 years ago, and they they had a secret act. So everyone's going, holy Ooh. shit, who's it going to be? And eventually by the time <laughs> it came around, people were going, the Beatles have reformed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And it was Bob Log the Third. He's great, but he's like, you know, he's just a, an, a, an oh, act you'd expect oh, to see yeah. on a Meredith lineup. So was it just yeah. that they hadn't booked any that well, they final just, slot? <laughs> I don't, it was either that or they were just trialling it to see Meredith. if they could build up some hype. But he, his set was... Kind of ruined because everyone's going. Oh, he's he does a great show. He plays in a in like a bike helmet, like a, great. a motorbike helmet, and he um he sort of plays slide guitar and he a great um show. But sure, but yeah, he when people are expecting Paul McCartney, it's a lot of pressure on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, this happened last week where Drake got booed off stage as the secret act because people <laughs> thought it was going to be John Farnham. <laughs> Where's your bagpipe, oh, dickhead? They thought it was going to be Frank Ocean. And then <laughs> Drake walks out, who's like one the of the biggest big- act in the world, yeah. probably. Biggest seller, I Yeah, think. one of the biggest streamers on all in spot. I think he's got the 
most strange on Spotify history. He walks out and people are like, nah, not what I was expecting. Get out, bring on Fonzie. <laughs> Drake gets booed. <laughs> and tell you what, Fonzie's still got it. He's still does he? Got it. He can still belt it. He does sort of, he does the uh, the first chorus of uh, the voice and then throws it over to the audience yeah, to have a go yeah. and stands and watches. Totally. It's like, yeah, you're an old man. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. You don't have to do it anymore. Voices just don't. Like they shouldn't last. Like Mossy's, the fact that his is still so as a, beautiful. Barnsley's one's really like it's evolved into a totally different sound yeah. now. Yeah, and Judith think, from the Seekers still the same. Yeah, that's my other very topical <laughs> reference. <laughs> George girl sounds the same. Sounds exactly the same <laughs> now. Fifty years later, blimpy boy, <laughs> <laughs> blimping through the blimp, so blimpy free. <laughs> Every word is blue. <laughs> As I recall it, yes. <laughs> so we got the final three tracks. Uh, 20th Century is the next one, the title track of their last studio album, which I think we kind of skipped over last week, but the listening to it live again, it's I think it's a it's a cracking tune. It's just an album track. I definitely like this better live. Yeah, I think it I goes think up I a notch. was nodding for it at all on the album. Love that screaming most, harmonica. Most like the rest of the album. <laughs> You were mean, basically. You basically bullied that album. <laughs> it wasn't good enough. Who plays harmonica in the band? There's a guy who I, I, I think he talked his way on a stage early on before they'd recorded, and he just ended up touring with them all the time. What? I think, I think I'm right with that. Dave Blight? Yes. Is that the one who nearly blew his hand off on Swing Chip? Is that I, I think that might be him, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Crack and Tune, and then it goes into... And a song, probably the song that we said was our hardest one to get into yeah, on Circus Animals. But again, this live version, I reckon, is up a notch. Hated it less. <laughs> but I really like the song. It's just something about that Taipan get you when that's that bit like is a hard that's the, a hard hook to get into. The song itself is about I love those a tom, snake, tom, tom, tom. and it's like basically if you come to Australia, isn't it? If, it's the, sort of, if it's the heat don't get you, the Taipan will. <laughs> come the, to Australia, you're fucked. Yeah, it's about the harshness of the Australian <laughs> climate. That's, that's true. <laughs> Landscape. I that's completely true. misread the title and misheard it. I thought he was saying Taipei oh. <laughs> in Taiwan. <laughs> if he don't get to Taipei, will okay. All right. Well, I mean, they political. They maybe. had an album called East, and they, you know, he said a song about Japan, and he do, They do like to sing about the uh, our neighbours to the north. <laughs> Is there a reason you like grabbed your stomach and did a little wiggle whilst doing that? No, that, that's, that's just thinking action. <laughs> I do that on stage apparently a lot. Just points it out all the time. I always touch touch my body. <laughs> <laughs> he's just making sure he's still there. He's like, yeah, uh, there yep. I am. Oh thank God, I'm not having an out of body experience. <laughs> here. Not dreaming. Although it feels like a bloody dream. I think it's great. I might skip ahead till the the barnstorming finish. Here we go. Oh, yeah. This is what sold this version to me. I love what's that? That style of drumming, Dave. I believe it's the. Is that the Tom Tom? Oh yeah, so there's a bit of Tom work and a bit of a on the ride symbol. Yeah, that what that dum ba dum boom boom. Just that smooth, slow, mossy, mossy maple. Maple. So they finish with a. This is a six-minute version. Yep. Which it's actually a, it's a longish song anyway, but yeah. And then finally, the they close out the album with a 
Maybe it's an even older song than Conway Twitty's. Ni- 1930, this one was released what? for the first time. 1930. Finished with a fan favourite that we all know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, Mossy actually played this yeah. in his encore when we saw him uh, a couple of weeks ago. It was apparently a regular staple of theirs. Yeah. So, do you know this track, George? You know some version of it? I think Ray Charles did yeah. a cover. Yeah, I, I think I thought it was a Ray Charles song. Um, yeah, you know my thoughts on a slow song usually is not you find, Yeah, you find um, it hard. But this one, I really fucking love this yeah. one. Like, I've, this is probably my, apart from Bow River, which is probably my most played track of live, <laughs> live version, uh, this one was probably my most played on this album. Whistles. Yeah. Yeah, they're whistling like crazy. I mean, George is a good song. Yeah. It was, it was hairs on the back of the neck live when Mossy played it. It was good. Um, and it makes sense of him. he's been playing it his whole life, basically. It's on one of his albums, I think. Willie Nelson did a version. Willie. The Hawks. Uh, Ronnie Hawkins and the Hawks. Oh, oh, yeah. Number one fan. And the band played it, which is like a very often covered song. Uh, it's been sampled by Ludacris. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> in 2003, Rolling Stone magazine named the Ray Charles version the 44th greatest song of all time. Wow. Wow. Georgia! Oh, oh so stop beautiful. <laughs> You're making me grab my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Am I all there? Were you doing that? That time's because your nipples are hard. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. You doing that in your show last week? <laughs> oh, Mossy. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> what a terrible time. Woo! <laughs> that guy's pill just kicked in. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Right at the end. Yeah. I, hope they play, I hope they play for another two hours. Thank you and good night. Oh, no. Oh, no. Fine. No, I'm off to bed. <laughs> Someone did that recently in a 30th. At his own 30th, as a friend of mine, every, like the bar's closing, everyone's packing up, and he's like, Oh, I just. We're like, I just well, dropped. Bye! <laughs> that sucks. So a few days later, I was like, uh, What did you do? He's like, Yeah, I went dancing for a bit. I'm like, Yeah, okay. All right. And that's, that's how the album closed with Georgia. Beautiful. So, just it's like a, they, had, they sort of went across a bit of everything through their career to that point. Like they always do, so many different styles and yeah. genres that they cruise through. Yeah, it? it'd be a sick live show to be at. Pretty, like, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm hoping, hoping I get a ticket. Oh, you still haven't <laughs> sorted yourself out. Oh, <laughs> no. No, Sam, no, no, no. The kids of today. I'm a poor you youth student. I more. can't afford this shit. I got in on the sponsor pre-sale and I said, do you want me to child. get you a ticket? And you said, nah, I'll go on later. Yeah, because I didn't have any money. Is it sold out now? <laughs> um, yes. We're working on it. It's I fine. Think, but it's, they're such big shows that they were, they definitely would have had people going, all right, I'm buying eight tickets. I reckon i got seven mates with th- them. Do you think that's where you can get some sort of uh, media accreditation as the probably only Cold Chisel dedicated podcast? Well, we'd be top five Cold yeah, Chisel yeah. dedicated Should, podcasts, I reckon. If I get Sorry to if I get old mate Zup to write us a reference. Yeah. Yeah, Zup. What's up? What's up? <laughs> 
So, yeah, do you, and you wanted to pick a track off that for our, our great, unofficial Greatest Hits compilations? Yeah, I reckon. Why not? Which which one are you going to go for there? I am going to go with Georgia. Georgia on my mind. That makes sense. Yeah, I think it, it kind of does make sense to pick a song that is like a, a live-only track. So would it be boring for me to go the same? No, yes. <laughs> it, it never happens. I think I'm, I think I'm going to go for Georgia as well. It, oh no! Actually, no, actually, I'm. Oh, can I go Bow River? No. Uh, yes. But then it's. I mean, it's not really unofficial because that's on all their greatest hits. It's Just, still a fucking banging song, though. I, no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Georgia. I think Bow River Live, though. It, I'm it gonna put together an essential recording. Cold Chisel Beginners version, and that's the, oh, that's the Beginners idea. compilation. I think that version of Bow River I'm gonna put on there as well. I will so add if a you link to the live, well, to the film clip is the live version. I think. Oh, great. Well, I'm gonna. I'll put a link in the show description, which has our Spotify account, so you can find those things there. Are you gonna give this a, a score? What do we? What's our? Do you want to explain the system? So, for those of you who have not heard this before, <laughs> we have your standard system of one to ten, zero to ten. If you want to go fancy, but the colder. The better because mm. you want to you want the coldest chisel. Yeah, possible. I want that chisel to be ice cold. Ice cold. So what's the warmest you've gone so far? Uh, I <laughs> very much disliked the last album. You went to six. Six, six yeah. degrees. Yeah, yeah. I'm still sweating. Pretty, that's still pretty chilly. <laughs> uh, I'm taking off my mittens. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, which and I, I gave that album a one. Yeah. <laughs> But have you given? What was the warmest you've given anything, Matt? Warmest I've given you've was given- four on the self-titled. Um, yeah. Which I was trying to leave room, and I I'm I want to um, change East. I'm going to bring East into another. I've listened to it since. I'm like, oh, I was too. I'm going to give it a point five. One point five. Are you going to allow me to change it now after the fact? I will because so I've much. also considered doing the same for some of them. But yeah, so what are you going to give? What are you going to give this album? I am going to give it a two, be only because. I gave Swing Shift a one, and I think Swing Shift is better. Yeah, I agree. I think Swing Shift is the superior. Even though this one had more songs to choose from. Yeah. But uh, the other one, yeah, it was just, I don't know why, but it, maybe it, it was a double album, and it it was just sick. It was, it was just... fucking sick. I'm sorry. I make no apologies for that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to say I gave uh, Swing Shift zero. Mm-hmm. Ice cold. Wow. Ice cold. And I'm, I'm. It's hard to compare it to the other the studio albums, but comparing it to Swing Shift, I'd say it is. It is warmer than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give it a two. Oi! This is the first time we've agreed on both. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Actually, it's the first time we've agreed on anything. How cold <laughs> <the chisel> is. <laughs> It's wow. a struggle to get into the studio <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> this is beautiful to witness. <laughs> and finally, we uh, have the letters to Alan bag. Is it? Did anyone mail in this week? We do. We had we had a super super nice. Dave, what uh, a, a mail bag is? Is it? A, <laughs> it's, it's a, a bag man. with a dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's where I was going in my mind. And you were right. <laughs> uh, we have a really really nice uh, email. It's a letter, but it's on the internet. Okay. <laughs> Electronic mail ah. uh, from someone who signed himself off as Detective Herbert Collins. Oh, ah. the detective. Is he one of your regulars? He is. Yes. He listens to all our shows, I think. Excellent. Oh, he does actually mention you guys, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, hey, guys, don't have anything profound to say outside of you guys have gotten me obsessed with cold chisel. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Right. Love that. 
Uh, rock music of any kind is definitely not my preferred gender. Uh, I only gender genre. <laughs> Am I okay? <laughs> Am I okay? Hey man, it's fluid these days. Dollar forty nine and binary rock and Jesus roll. Christ. <laughs> uh, uh, um, he uh, started listening because he was interested. Oh, fuck, whatever. I've lost myself. I'm really struggling right now. It's yeah, nine, you really. You, it's nine forty nine. I'm just past my bedtime. You, you, you went a bit hard on me earlier when I, <laughs> I struggled on one word <laughs> twice. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Um, I continue to listen now to the pod. Uh, my interest was piqued and I deep dived into Cold Chisel's discography and it is brilliant. Uh, Breakfast at Sweethearts is my favorite by far. Love it. Uh, it's so varied in tone and instrumentation and has bangers for days. <laughs> uh, special note to the door. Um, outside of the music, the podcast itself has been brilliant. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, you guys are both hilarious and insightful and have made me slightly obsessed with the legend that is Jimmy Barnes. Do we have any of Jimmy Barnes' vocals available? Yeah, you keep uh, talking. I'll see if he's around. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, do, can we get a, get you to say something for Herbert here? He actually does say P.S. Tell Jimmy I say hey. So I oh. think this is Jimmy's reply. <laughs> So this is taken from the version Jimmy Barnes screaming for one hour. There's a better one of Jimmy Barnes screaming for ten hours. <laughs> that gets me through my work day. I run um, I run to it. <laughs> Something's coming. <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, uh, sorry for the long email. Love the pod. P.S. tell Jimmy I say hey. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Jimmy I say. <laughs> oh, thanks so much, Herbert, for writing. And that's so cool that you, you've just tuned in. And that, I guess that brings us to the end of the episode. Any any thought? I mean, we didn't let you guys give a score. Did would you want to give a score? I don't feel comfortable doing that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and anybody else who does, who isn't already on this uh, podcast permanently, would be a bit of a toss up. <laughs> but yeah, go for it, Dave, if you want. I guess. Well, I need to put on another jacket because I'm pretty cold. Hey. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Do you did have um, since you know before I've um, been overplaying them near you? Have, has your idea of what chisel is changed at all? Yes, and it's improved greatly. Hey, <laughs> I thought that you know they were just like a bit of a you know, well not like I never d- didn't dislike them, but just a bit. Oh yeah, it's a pub rock, just a pub rock band. Right, yep. you sort of dis- dismissed them. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But yeah. now a bit I've heard. Of a I'm like, band. Oh. I now didn't. You know I didn't even know that they had two singers. Yeah. Right. Now I've heard Mossy's voice. Oh, oh the maple mm. syrup. I'm never you going are back. Most welcome. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <laughs> so job well done, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us, Dave and Jess. Pleasure. Um, it won't if, happen again. If people, if people do want to, <laughs> people do want to find you elsewhere. Where can they do so? Um, in the bushes outside their house. <laughs> Whoa! If you're lucky. Yeah, I'm a big old pest. Um, no, we do a podcast together called Do Go On. Um, and you can find that just look up Do Go On on anything really. Um, probably some sort of device i mean but i mean like instagram facebook all the that socials. sort of shit the socials <laughs> anyway as we always say here goodbye astrid goodbye This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.